0: What's good? It's your boy, the Double R, the rapper Rudy, and, of course, I got Jared, the Daniel McKay.
1: What's going on, everybody?
0: <laughs> and then, also, <laughs> I got my homeboy, Alex, from his show, Just Alex, up on all podcasts, social media. What's
2: going on, y'all? How y'all doing?
0: And, of course, we also recording for his show, The Just Alex Show. Also, catch that on Spotify. Jared, why you acting this way? (laughs) But (laughs) catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Of course, you know, NTG, Nick the Great, when you see this, take care, and hope you feel better.
2: Yeah, feel better, bro.
0: So, Alex, before you got here, uh, me and Jared had a little short segment conversation Mm -hmm. discussing how we're not kids no more. Right. We all... Or approached, or already approaching thirty, and now we are some of our parents' age from back in the day, and me and Jared was discussing of music mm-hmm. and how music is getting getting lost. You know, like our parents when they was our age or younger.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, they were still somewhat of an age where they could be in the loop still, or even have us listen to their music. Right. And now that's getting kind of lost, you know, and just in the flow of life. Now you got parents that's like 18, 19 Mm -hmm. who are old enough to still stay with fads, but they want to live in the moment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like their music ain't really out of date. You know, some old songs Them was like 2009. Right. Whereas, you know, that music for us yeah, is like, say, that's that's, like, that's our prime. Yeah, that's our, right, yeah, that, that's yeah. our like, <laughs> we still somewhat playing that. We working out or something or we in the car. Mm-hmm. We still might randomly playing like, some old Gucci or, like, Waka Flocka or anything like that. When you think about it, there's an 18-year-old now. Probably know the Waka Faka is. Know. Right. They that's just brand right up like music a, in a minute. Yeah, exactly. So they probably know him as, like, like VH1 star now, social media, you know, shit like that. So crazy. Yeah, so to you, so like how does that honestly make you feel, like knowing that we are now like the Guardians
2: now, we gotta like pass the information to the younger people? Oh, man. <laughs> no, like, uh I got a group chat with my me and my little brothers and um they just randomly it was like who was y'all's first childhood crush growing up and they said like um, I do my little brother said uh Megan Good mm-hmm. and then Another one said, Who else did he say? I can't remember who, who my other brother said. But I said, um, Oh, one of them said Lauren London. Okay. And then I said um, Maya and um, Maya and somebody else. And they was just like, Alex, you old. They like 50 years old now. I'm like, bro, they was not that old when but, I was y'all's age. Exactly. So. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, it just like we the old uncles at the cookout. Damn, I can cuss right Good. Okay, all right. Yeah, Good. we damn in our old uncles at the Wait, cookout. Hold on, hold on. You got your old show. Yeah, bro, I, no, no, like, that's what I'm saying, because I know I cuss on my shit. But yeah, I mean, home. we yeah. both we both got the same shit. Okay. Like, we on the same platform. <laughs> just, hey, we were sure. cross-platform. I just making sure, bro. Yes, you share my <laughs> shit, I share your Yes, we can cuss. All right. But, but, um, yeah. yeah, we just <clears> the old <throat> niggas at the cookout. With the old uncles at the cookout now, damn near because. Damn, near, everybody I know got kids. Exactly. And, you know, first, second grade, something like that. My had has as kids since we've been graduating. Exactly. So it's like their kids is up in age. And, boy, I feel old as hell sometimes, bro. I ain't going to hold you. I think I, I
0: reached that point because I happen to have to work with the younger generation. Mm. So it's like, we be fine. I'm, I'm old enough to... Still understand them old enough to know y'all young as fucking y'all get off my nerves. But <laughs> when it when it really comes to it, it's music, and that's when we know like our age gap is really there. Like I was telling Jared on my, our other episode, so it was like one day I just had the music on shuffle and everybody was just like jamming whatever whatever, and then like Snoop came on,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and this boy that was working here did not know. Snoop was a whole ass killer. <laughs> <laughs> what what uh what song came on? I think it was Murder was the Murder offense. So. Yeah, it be Murder was the so that, it started with <laughs> that, and it just start playing Snoop songs like just periodically just on shuffle. Ain't no
2: fun gonna. And he he was
0: like he never heard this Snoop. And in my mind, I was like,
2: well, firstly, I was like, what Snoop are you listening to? <laughs> All they know is uh, Snoop, when he, when he did his little rebrand with uh, Wiz, that yeah, little tape.
0: Yeah, that's what I told Jared. I was like, we have gotten to where the point in age kids really only know Snoop is like Uncle Snoop, Snoop smoking weed with Mark Stewart, making and cookies in all and the shit. Commercials and shit. Yeah, you know? like, they just skipped the whole crip walk. I have killed someone. <laughs> right. Like, Fighting the whole case. Yeah, like that Snoop was just like flown over their heads. Mm-hmm. And
1: even as much work as Snoop has done, I was telling him I was surprised because Snoop is into so many different things. And I was mentioning him, like he's made music in, in foreign countries and in, in, in their native language, and mm-hmm. he's been on wrestling, like you said, Martha Stewart cooking. I don't know how many albums the man made made. You yeah, he know, really, just he's uh, done almost everything. You got, a, you you know, got, you got gospel album, you got they, a greatest yeah, album,
2: see, it's, exactly. It's, it's,
0: but, yeah, but again, we gotta think about this, like. Just like I told him, I seen the thing, it was like songs that are turning 18. Mm-hmm. Drop it like it's hot is turning 18. There are people here that is, that is younger than Drop like It Lock Hot. They're old enough to work. They don't know that's new. Think about it. When that song came out, they're like one
2: more months. Mm-hmm. They don't know that's new. They don't know like no, you want to know what really crazy is like you hear these new songs, like, um, what's that song, Sweetie Got uh, Tap In? Mm-hmm. We didn't sample that. It. It's like, my nigga, I know the original version of it, the, the original hey, song that they came from. Right, right, right. And then you got the, uh, I don't know head.
0: who started like this shit. It needs to come to an end. What's that? Like, the overly resampling a song to where like I'm thinking the old one's about to play. Oh well,
2: that comes into. But no,
0: I mean, like I know some people sample a beat. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the difference between sampling a beat and just sampling the whole damn beat. Like you can sample like a horn or some or a drum beat, you know, base of it. Between that and then like niggas, I got just plagiarizing. I'm like, how the fuck do y'all get away with this? Like, yeah, that's like like this. the song you was talking about, like tapping. and I'm like, uh-huh. I was like, shit, we're too
2: short it. Like Blue to whistle, like. But that that comes in when it's like. Why why go and try and make another hit when it's already a hit? And I can just flip it just a little bit and then say is this all the song. I mean, out? it's great, it's great marketing
0: ploy because okay, think about it. She does that song for someone that's 18.
2: It's a whole new song to them.
0: We're 29 to 30. Oh, we're gonna be like, oh shit, boy, who's mm-hmm. we gonna think, oh shit. So she she that's a great marketing strategy, mm-hmm. but then it's like it's not original. It is not like to me. It's just like it's kind of lazy.
1: Well, it, I really feel like that became like the whole new wave, like maybe about a decade ago when I started when I when I first started hearing songs mm. where artists were when they started sampling older stuff. You know, like I've heard so much of it now, Like, and I feel like it's been around a decade when well, been, I mean, when a, I feel like I first. It's heard. been
0: longer because you know you got like the G fuck era when they used mm-hmm. to take like '60s and '70s songs like Warren G and Snoop and mill mm-hmm. but it's like,
1: it's like but I, I think this it it's like,
0: yeah, I know, but it's like, I feel like with the g Fucker it was slightly, a little bit different. It's like they'll add in something else. They're not even
2: trying that no more. Now was just like, geez. I mean, we say that, though, but think about like this, our parents might have been saying the same thing we saying, like, this is I true. know, yeah, I know the original version of the song they just did tweaked it just a little bit, and now they, it's a whole new song. But it's a completely new sound like, to us. I really, like, I really felt like this
0: when Wale and Jeremiah have their song, and they took my favorite Tony Tony Tone song, and I, I hear it in the background. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this, this too much for me. And I, I be fucking singing their song, and I don't be acknowledging the rapping of Wale and the sad. I'm
1: like, oh man, that's you why it. people need to just stick to their own stuff and just have their, had a their, their producers and stuff make make their own beats or whatever. That way you won't think about nothing else. I mean, I want I don't want to say this, but I think like
0: beat making is now because of like really almost a lost part because it ain't just so many like beat makers you can trust that going not give you a hot beat. Mm-hmm. I think like we're probably stuck in a wave where like you, you're you going to get sampled and that's always going to happen. Right. But now you to where the point of like a flash sale or like a hit record real fast to get a lot of plays. Like, man, that's such, yeah, extreme streaming shit. Yeah, like, and music people in the music industry, they're not dumb. Like, they know what's going to sell real fast. Like, I don't blame them for, like, digging up old songs, old beats and then repackaging them, but it's like... You just
1: don't like that lack of originality.
0: Yeah, it's like, think about it. Like, let's say if I wanted to make you, like, a famous rapper, I'll take a song I know from my era that slaps. I know people my age are going to listen to I'll set that shit on TikTok. The young kids going to listen to it. It's going to just get repackaged. Bam. You're a platinum-ass rapper. Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, but hey, if it works, you can't You, you, you can't, can't knock success. Yeah. I, I,
0: I would never knock that, but it's like, I get, I get what you're saying. It's, it's just like
1: it's too. He's just like almost anyone can do it. You
0: know what you saying? Yeah, I mean, like with the right, just
2: the right lyricism, you take like a beat. Yeah, you, you also got to have the right money behind you, too, though.
0: That too, because yeah. you got to keep rebranding it, putting mm-hmm. it on TikTok. Yeah, I, I, that that is true. But it's like it's some of like the originalities being taken out, and then going backwards back to our, like our original conversation. So, like, I'll start with you. So, like, when you was younger, you know, you had your parents, you know, your parents are a little bit older than mine. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So, when it came to you listening to your dad's and your mom's music, so, like, what's one artist, you know, from, like, your parents, you know, you you will always take, like, continue. So, like, you know, we're the elders now. So, like, we got to keep the original music, the original, (coughs) you know, it going, so... What some what's some artists from your parents that you know you want to keep going?
1: Temptations, mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Whitney Houston, um, Supremes, many Ripperton. Shit, how many you want me to name? <laughs> like yeah. all, all of them. Well, I mean, like introduce me to all of them, man. Well, I
0: mean, you can't name all of them because you right. probably be here all day, right? Right. But like the ones that really like. You know, you will always remember,
1: like for your parents, for them, oh, like. oh, okay. Um, well, definitely Temptation of the Fire. Those was my mama's uh favorite favorite groups out of everybody. Mm. Uh, shoot, my shoot, my pops. He he really. I want to. I really wouldn't say he has a favorite group. He just he listens to like a little bit of everything. Mm. You know what I mean? But so I just definitely say the Temptation of the Fire because, like, hands down, my mother. She going she would always. Like played that over everything. So I know probably the bulk of their discography because of my mother. And
2: yeah, what about you, Ralph? Shit, for me, uh, let me see. Definitely somebody that stand out for me is uh NWA because my daddy was a huge <laughs> my daddy was a huge uh Easy E fan. So <laughs> like my nigga, I remember being <laughs> like 6 7 years old my nigga i could recite the whole easy does it album mm. i knew that shit by heart my nigga same <laughs> i knew that shit by heart um let me see outside of that um nwa uh which led me to like snoop mm. then you know more dr dre when he left uh, nwa ice cube when he left nwa mm. um let's see and then they got me in the 2 DJ Quick, all them other so all that old old West Coast shit. That's my shit right there. Uh, and then as far as my mama goes, I probably say my mama was heavy into more Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson Five stuff like that. Um, that's definitely that's definitely something I remember playing in the house when I was younger. But uh, as far as standouts, those are yeah, those are definitely the the top standouts that I can think of. Well, I know, me
0: personally, well, I don't know about y'all, but, see, I sometimes was raised by my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have a melting pot in music. So, like, my grandpa, this man will always play, he'll always play Michael. He'll play, you know, Temptations, you know, Smokey Rocks, you know, stuff like that. But the one (laughs) song he would play I remember to this day, and it's funny because his own fucking baby boy is I'll Always Be With You by Bootsy Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it, it never failed. He had it on a fucking tape, and he used to drop a fucking Camaro, and he'll put that shit in, and it'll just be random. Like, I used to play like little league football. As soon as I get into the car, dude, I play the song so much now, about Bought fucking vinyl in there, so it's like (laughs) so that will always like remember, like be a memory in my mind, and then with my mom being so young, or having me at a young age, so you know, she's a 70s baby, but you know, she grew up in the 80s, (laughs) so any 80s music is just always in my mind just because of her, so you know, you got like N.W.A., Run D.M.C. The Fat Boys, like, M.C. Light, like, there's songs by M.C. Light I should not know for one, the age group, and two, being a dude, I can recite <laughs> any songs from her, and it's then growing up with her in the 90s, because, you know, she's grown up, I'm grown up, so, then <laughs> we both listening to, like, Big Pun, Biggie, Tupac, Jay-Z, D.O. Max. So we're, we're growing up in the same wave of music. So she's sitting here driving with me. I know Juicy like the back of my hand. <laughs> I knew the lyrics to Juicy before I started kindergarten. So it's like, and now sitting back now is like, damn, we are old. And then this, you got kids growing up, some who don't have the right support system or the right like people behind them that know music. They don't ever know none of these people. And mm-hmm. it's like
2: it's sad. Like it's a real tragedy. Like it's I mean, that's that's when it comes to like the uh, we were talking about the sampling earlier. That's how they get reintroduced to it. Cause like um, like again, that sweetie's home, they hear that, and then their parents, they grandparents be like, oh, that's uh blow the whistle. And then yeah. they like, oh well, what's blow the whistle? And then they go listen to that, and it's like, oh. Okay. See, that's how it should be. Sometimes it overwork that way. Like I remember day. Nah, yeah, you're right about you're
0: that. Yeah, like day I was at Taco Bill, okay, so I listen to a array of music, so I was, li- I was listening to Stevie Nicks. And she has one song that starts off like uh, Bootylicious by Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. And so when I was playing it and the intro was coming on, they really thought it was Destiny's Child. And I was like, well, why the song ain't dropped yet? And I was like, <laughs> uh, this is the original song. And I was like, there's an original song to Bootylicious. And I was like, y'all got to like, listen to Y'all gotta like listen to the different music. <laughs> like y'all yeah, gotta have so much. All, like,
2: all the kids ain't because even in our age group, there's a lot of people that didn't like go back and listen to all this stuff when they heard like different samples in the music that we listen to today. Boy, I, so I, it takes a it takes a certain type of person to even wanna know so listen, like, where this came from. I'll tell you like I told you Jared. So
0: it's a story I had. I went to the club. We was going as a group. I ain't gonna name drop no more, cause this man does stay here. I ain't gonna embarrass him. But we was playing music, and fucking UGK came on. It was old UGK. Mm. This fool in the back seat was like, "Damn, I never heard that Too Short song before." And and instantly, I was like, "You older than me?" So how you don't know who <laughs> two? The, the can't distinguish between Two Short and Bun B and Pepsi and Two. That's very sad.
2: Like you, you don't know. No two short songs. How do you think this is too short? Like I mean, it just depends on, you know, who we grew up with, who we grew up around, what type of music they listen to. Cause like for me, I, I ain't really I feel like if you if you born anytime before 95, you know what the fuck too short is. Yeah, well you I mean you say that, but it's like when it comes to Jay Z, Jay-Z and Nas, I ain't listening to that shit growing up. Like, like I said, my daddy was West Coast heavy when it came to a lot of shit he would listen to. Then yeah, my mom was more so like R and B, uh, soul type music. So it's like I ain't got nobody to listening to New York rap. My nigga, like first New York artist I really got into was like Fifty Cent, Jay Z. Um, so you like early two thousands? Yeah, early two thousand. Yeah, that's oh, when I first started. Oh, like I missed so the nineties. He just made a valid point,
0: so we do have to consider the early two thousands because there are some people who were getting wasted to the side who deserve to still be hurled it because they did do their own thing. Nelly, for example, because ain't either one of us not going to sit here and say we never put a band-aid on our cheek and call ourselves Nelly. (laughs) Saint lunatics. Oh, God. (laughs) These are people who deserve to stand the test of time. Nelly, still with DMX. And you know, you got people who really held their own and, like, they being disrespected because they just think, like, oh, they got no hits. First and foremost, as Jared is going to fight me on this because we have had this conversation multiple times on this channel. Ja Rule's a goat. I have the tattoo to (laughs) prove it. Ja is a whole... I was waiting for you to say something smart. You ain't going to say it today?
1: I never said Ja Rule was not a GOAT.
0: You and Nate always spoke with me about I, this, Me man. and Nate
1: were just talking about how... It, I can't remember how that conversation went. It had something to do with 50 Cent or something.
0: Because y'all, y'all, y'all just keep oh, saying 50, 50 Cent we,
1: we all know 50 is the king of trolls, man. You're I'm right. He is the king of trolls, trolls.
0: But i like to add something.
1: 50
2: Cent killed I his career and started doing exactly
1: what he did. That's, that's, like that's, okay, that's
0: all
2: I said. I'm <laughs> going say that he wasn't I'm willing to fight this to the Listen. I mean, it my 50. man John 50 called him out for for basically singing on the hook. And then Listen, the next song, he put out 21 questions. He first of all, on the hook. that's one reason why I really can't take
0: 50 Cent seriously. Because <laughs> the man was singing on Candy Shop and best friend like, oh, you're going to make fun of my nigga, but you out here singing. Doing
2: the same shit. thing. He clowned him and then started doing the exact same and thing and, and popped
0: with it. Thank you. And two, I can't take him seriously because he had like rappers ain't supposed to sing on tracks. Fucking okay, LL was doing this in 85. Oh, yeah. People been doing it. I that. need love. My man slug. His heart, but I need love. He wrapped that <laughs> slug on there. And then, like... And hush. Thank you. And then, but the main thing, I don't like when people talk and try to knock down John Ruth. My man was a regular label by himself.
1: At the end of the day, he, mean, hit, nah, he, he held
0: Def Jam together. I
1: never Nobody
0: was like, oh, let's go to Def Jam. My man held Def Jam by himself. Okay. I'm just saying. He he brought Def Jam back from the ashes. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, if you look this up, my man was a record label by himself. Before Ludacris got popping, anything on Def Jam. Yeah,
2: job was Def
0: Jam by himself. Jaw was running shit. And DMX, I will say that too. But job was fucking Def Jam by itself. It's bird. I mean,
1: I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, like I said, I don't say nothing bad about Jarrell. He definitely solidified his name in the rap game too, just like Fifty did. I just thought it was funny how Fifty kept. Hey, like we almost, That's all I said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are almost yeah. to where a point they're not gonna ever know Fifty by his music. Oh yeah, it's, it's gonna be strictly it's uh, stars, TV, stuff,
1: Yeah, like he even basically said that himself when he was talking about retiring after his next album. He just basically said that. He's basically made the bulk of his money now from uh from Hollywood television and well, shows that, and that's people. another thing I want to get
0: into, you know, as we come down <laughs>
1: towards the end of
0: so like we have came into this point of our lives where some of our teen years rappers, you know, that was booming when we was younger, they come to a close. And you know, Jared brought in the 50 cent, he's retiring, even though I feel like he's been retired. Then we got T.I is dropping his last album. We don't know if we'll call it last or not, but he's dropping his last one. And there's one more person too. It's yo Gotti? Yo Gotti. Yeah,
2: got
0: now, the other two, I feel like, really been retired. So I can't even really say much that ain't already been said because I really thought they been retired. But the Yo Gotti one has taken me by surprise.
2: And how do y'all feel about Gotti? I mean, God, he. Oh, well, I don't know if you want to it's go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. but uh, God, he moved on to like, uh, cause I think he got, he's a label head now. Yeah. So he got this on regular. I know he got, um, money bag. I think, um Poushice, If I'm not mistaken, no Pusha no, he, uh, he, uh, he, yeah, he got, um, he got a couple of Memphis artists, but he's he a label head now, so he's on to like the executive type shit now. So I understand him, you know, putting out one more and then. Moving on to
1: something else. Yeah, he got a black youngster too. Yeah, black youngster. Yeah, Blake yeah, Henson, that's that's what saying, him, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um, he, Uh, I mean, it's it's just like Alex said, man. He's just basically sitting back collecting money at this point. Yeah. Uh, I personally still feel like at the same time, he I feel like he's kind of sort of been reaching retirement too for a while too, just because you really mostly only hear him now like as a feature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like here and there, like you really haven't heard a mainstream hit from guy in a, in a few years or whatever, so mm-hmm. he's just been chilling letting his new artists like, mm-hmm. you know make his bag for him, so um, and that's definitely what Moneybag is doing, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so and then he's also trying to look out before he leaves or whatever, trying to put on a new artist saying that, hey, you can hop on this track with me if, if you if you, know, you send me a verse, I think it's hot, then he then he took the money yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, so that yeah, I can give got a props, I man. He he trying to look out one last time before he called it quits. And he trying to I think he's trying to get another artist some you know, some, some camera time. <clears throat> With
0: me personally, I think that first I'm happy that he got his just due. Cause he was putting out music a hell of a long time. Yeah. It's kind of sad that it took years <clears throat> for him to be like in mainstream, and that's another thing. Like, where I'm happy I did like the little flip mix for today is because I feel like flip did not get his just do. Talking about Lil' flip, yeah. Oh, okay, like most Texas rappers really did, other than UGK. I feel like it's a lot of them that did not get like, yeah, it's the big blow up that they deserve, like him, Slim Thug to an extent, Paul mm-hmm. Wall. Like little Kiki, it's a whole lot of Texas rappers that didn't get like their shine that they deserve. Like they had their one moment when Mike Jones and he blew up slightly and <clears throat> all of them kinda like got more exposure, but right. But that's another topic. But I'm happy for Gotti. I'm happy he got to go up to shine. Yeah. But again, that's that's another statement that we gotta do as like the elder people now going to have to buckle down and teach these younger kids that there was some fire-ass people, some fire-ass music that y'all was missing. Mm-hmm. Or y'all went around, of course, y'all was too young. But we're living in the moment too much, like, as our generation. And we kind of, like, got to be our parents now and aunts and uncles and be the, as you said, the drunk Awesome uncles at the cookout. <laughs> so we gotta tell these stories of you know, you know, back in my day, this is how you crippled walk, or back in my day, this is how you did blah blah blah. Like right. you gotta remember that's our <laughs> that's our job now. Like I did see a meme by this too. It was funny, it was like, you know, ain't no more cookouts because we the cookout people now, which is true. So like that that falls in that too. right, like, <laughs> like, we're we're the responsible ones now, like.
1: Right, cause me personally, I don't even really listen to a lot of these new rappers. I I got like a couple, like I try, I got, yeah, like I like Roddy Rich or whatever, <clears throat> like uh, some of his stuff. It's like maybe a, a couple of handful more. If I like, can't even count on one hand.
0: I so, say, you know, I say newest rappers that I really got in my my flow with discography would probably be like Little Uzi. Um, I can't really call it a baby new.
1: Y'all yeah, to like see, a, that's why I didn't name him because he's yeah. one of my favorites. So. Y'all don't
0: listen like a Nardo Wick or um, – I
1: like his hits out here. NL yeah, League his hits. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, in I L.A. like L.A. what L.A. gets shown to me. Right, right.
0: But I won't wake up and be like, let me go find him. Right,
2: right.
0: But it's more like if I'm in the car with someone that's so maybe some years younger to meet. Like, my cousin, she's like 22. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're in a car with each other and she puts the shit on below well, the shit fire. I'll put it on my phone to save it, but I won't be like, let me sure this dude up. But right. it's not like the newer rappers ain't putting out hits, because they are. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's another thing we can't do. We can't be like stuck in the mud, old people or getting old people, be like, oh, the music was fire back in my day. It's always gonna change. That's evolution.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: But what we can't do is be stuck in that and not think like how we got to this point. Like, right. our parents didn't do that. Like, they kept it going and we kept it going. And then with this generation, we got to make sure like
2: it still sticks and still continues. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a whole lot easier uh, nowadays because you can just pick up your phone and search up whoever you get introduced to and find their old catalog. Which is true. Whereas, like, when we was growing up, we, we didn't set, have had to kind code. of go yeah. get CDs and cassettes and stuff like that so it's it's a whole lot easier for them to even know where to find the stuff at it is it is
0: but at least us three here would know we gotta take this pack in for real and help the youth and whoever listens whoever watches we gotta help the we also have to help the youth too because we can't let our shit die right but this your boy the ravishing rudy and of course, the Daniel McCain and my boy Just Alex. Check out his podcast on all social networks, and you can check check out Let's Find Out also on all social networks. Until the end, peace. Tom Brady, please retire.
2: Y'all, he just announced
0: it. you yeah, are you sure? Because last week this man was. I believe so. I, well,
2: I seen on my uh, I seen on Twitter earlier that they were saying he he was going to retire, but I also seen something else that said. He told the Bucks uh GM that he wasn't sure. And I don't know which kind well, he of so.